Breeze Nation, what is good? It's your boy, Pat the Designer, back at it again. Appreciate y'all for tuning in and rocking with us for another episode of the Windy City Breeze Sports Talk Daily. Bruh, I feel like every day we've come on here this week, we have literally been talking about another injury update. We got to talk about what's going on with Cole Komet, how that could affect the Bears heading forward. Talk about the update that we've got on Darnell Wright. And, of course, gonna I, I needed to bring some positivity here, right? So now we get the fry, you know, ESPN. Uh, uh, ESPN. Hey, listen, it, the predictions weren't made from ESPN Chicago. That's all that matters to me. We got to talk about the prediction that the Bulls are going to win 37 games this season. And finally, Lonzo versus Stephen A. I, we didn't get to talk about it yesterday because the White Sox were firing people, but then brought back Tony LaRusso. What the heck's going on there? Nobody knows what's going what on. What is happening? <laughs> I'm, I'm, it, it's 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 bananas out here. That's what it is. But all that and more in today's episode of the Windy City Breeze Sports Talk Daily. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the page. We do talk Chicago sports daily on this channel. It's the only channel talking Chicago sports. How Chicago talk. So make sure that you get in tune with us man let's jump into the show man let's That's jump good. into the show hey steve steve <laughs> did tell me i gotta talk to you about that every time we jump up on yeah. this you be biting the lip bro Yo, what's going on with that bro what's going on with that bro yeah i mean hey, you're looking on? too close that's what you hey steve looking too close that's what Steve-O's it is steve looking hey. too close it's on steve it's on steve for that one it's on steve Ladies hey, and now, gentlemen, you know what it is? Know I can't bring go Jay Stefan to Don in the building. Steph, what's good? What's good, man? Hey, man, trying to uh, trying to stay hydrated and uh, you know, <laughs> bro, I'm not gonna lie to you, right? Hey. So behind the curtain, I was like, "Hey, are we going in the studio? The studio is is perfect, except you know, all the ventilation ain't perfect. So we be a little warm in there on a regular day, right? So we literally was like, "Hey, we doing this?" <laughs> no. Are we leaving the house? Y'all know, y'all know Ringo dealing with the CP out here. So he hey. was like, hey, bro, like it, I can't grab the walker. Let's, grab bro, bro, the walker hey, would have the hand hey, that mug is like, hey, it's steaming. <laughs> it's the, hey, hey, I hey, I told you, it's the accuracy. Hey, hey bro. <laughs> That mug is hilarious how hot it is out there, bro. It's just, I ain't going to lie to you, bro. This is the first day where legit I was like, man, I'm glad I'm not an electrician no more. <laughs> Because literally it got to like 11 o'clock and I'm still on all the email threads that like ghosts get sent out and come back in. That might be a security uh-huh. risk or something, but nobody took me off of them. So I just saw an email come through at like 1130, like, all right, it's officially over 95 degrees. Y'all can go home now. I was like, you had to stay out there till it got to that point. I'm, I'm glad I'm not out there. Don't worry about it. Yeah, no. But hey, man, Let's jump into some of these updates from today. Like I said, I feel like every single day this week we have been talking about some kind of injury, somebody being added to the injured list. I mean, let me, I mean, let me, let me see. Let me look at the titles just from this week. Uh, literally Monday, Tevin Jenkins injury news. Tuesday, Darnell Wright injury news. We're now at Wednesday, Cole Komet injury news. We were talking about this going into the Colts game, all of the injury news that we have. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've got more injury news. Cole Komet apparently was carted off the field today with an apparent ankle injury. Now, here's the thing about where him being carted off of the field. Everybody take a breath. Where, the, where they were practicing at is a long walk back to the facility. 
So when you're right, there's a practice field. I believe they were in the Walter Payton Center today. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like it's a good walk. Like when we were there for practice, you you gotta like I can't imagine walking there today. Like it would have been terrible. So he ends up getting carted back, basically to uh, 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 the main facility over there, uh, back to Hallis. And I think it's more so because the issue was made, uh, uh, the injury happened, and they didn't want him to walk back on it. But at a minimum, right, we're adding another name to the list. On a positive note, we do have Darnell Wright, who on the flip side of all of this, right, um, offensive line coach for the Bears basically came out and said that he feels like he's doing great, feels like he's moving in the right direction, feels like he's, you know, he's going to be okay. Everything, you know, everybody take a breather. They're not ready, practicing ready for week one. On a precautionary tale, hopefully ready for week one, right? Like I said this the other day, I think that the injury list gets a lot shorter the second that we're playing up against Packers week, right? Like I think that there's a lot of soft tissue things that are going on. But I mean, listen, you're you're now at a point where you have to come into this and take the most precaution that you can with everybody. I don't want to see anybody in this Bills game. I know there's a lot of people that have the belief of like, Hey, you got to put guys out there and see what they got, especially with this new offensive line. Get to the season healthy. Get to the season uh, uh, um, ready to go. Revamp it. At, at this point, it's not even just about winning or losing that first Packers game. I do think that is a very important game. It's a double win or loss, depending on what you do, right? But, I mean, like, you, you've you got to get to this season and get a unit on the field that's going to be there consistently. I'm hoping that a lot, like I said, a lot of these injuries are just, uh, little uh, dings and 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 uh, nicks that are you're gonna play through during the season. But again, when you don't have to tell us anything right now, there's a ton of speculation out there. That's why we're having these conversations. Um, no, nah, yeah, definitely. And uh, I mean, the way I see it, um, you know, I was I was trying to at, at first I did say like they needed to probably throw the starters out there. Uh, well, at, at least at least on the offensive line. In the third in the third week, but I, I kind of switched up on that because seeing the injury list, it was it was literally it was literally looking at it like yo, I didn't know this many guys was out. Um, and like you said, I mean there's some soft tissue things going on, but I mean mainly you're you're looking at these guys on the injured list, and to be honest, you you wanted, to, I mean to, to be honest. It's it's more so on the offensive line that you're that you're worried about, right? That that's yeah. the thing that you gotta that those are the things that you gotta show up. That's the camaraderie issue. And right now, you just want to get into the season, start the season healthy, like uh, like other teams, like the Packers, for instance. Like, yeah, they're they're gonna be playing some of their starters in the third week, but that's because you know you know they're finally gonna put Aaron Rodgers out there. He's got to get some camaraderie with his guys. But just just in terms of this and where the offense is. And where we think the offense can go as a as a whole for this season, you need um, the offensive line guys healthy. So I'm totally fine with them not playing anybody uh, in that third week of preseason. Because yeah, think- also also too, most of the guys are fighting for jobs. Yeah, I mean, like, listen, you're gonna have the, that second unit, that third unit, and we predicted, you know, kind of who's gonna make it on the first unit, and and you know, on the offensive side on the Chicago Bears podcast today, mm-hmm. but like. You're in a situation now where I guess the biggest question is who's going to make the team. There's a lot of jobs that are being played for now, which realistically you could be talking about as important jobs because if this guy doesn't make the team, or I'm sorry, if this guy goes into the season hurt, 
Do you got to take somebody else into the season on the team like a Tevin Jenkins situation right now? You're in a situation with Tevin where you you have no choice. You have to carry him through on the 53 to be able to put him on IR. I, I need people to understand that. So it's not four weeks from the day that we found out that Tevin Jenkins gets hurt. After this preseason game, when cut downs go through, then the Chicago Bears, once you pass the 53, can place him on IR. He's on IR a minimum of four weeks, but that depends on when the injury is going to be healed up in reality. That also goes into all of this. So it's not just, oh, we can put him on there. He'll be back by week three. There's a lot of things that go into this, and that means you might be looking to take a Jatir Carter into the season, a Doug Kramer into the season. Because realistically, right, Cody White here is going to slide to left guard. Lucas Patrick's going to be snapping. That means you have no backup center right now. Your backup center's who? Doug Kramer. You might be taking Doug Kramer into the season. So that's where a lot of the concern is right now with the team. I think if Cole Komet going down, that, that there's a major concern there if, if it lingers into the season. I don't know if this is something that's going to linger into the season, though. I'm not there as far as concern yet when it comes to Tevin Jenkins. Maybe we'll get there. Maybe we'll get there, right? But I, I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, and um, I, I mean, even on that front, right? Even on the cold news, um, I'm, I'm with you. I'm not necessarily too worried because I don't, I don't think, uh, it, like it'll be much of anything. But even if he does go up, right? That, that's what you got, Robert, Ta- uh, Robert Tanya for it. He can, he can slide into that position, and you still, yeah. got, and you still got um, Mercedes Lewis for the most part. These are, these are vets that have played in the uh, in the Getty system before. So I, I think they'll be able to take care of it. But just on the cold uh just in terms of the cold cold news, I don't think it'll uh it'll I don't think it'll linger on for too much longer. Now that I've I've seen this a little bit today too saying everyone said Justin has no more excuses but polls didn't do enough on the line. You can't hold injuries against Ryan Pole. Right. Like, I, I think he did do enough on the line, because if you think about this, right, when you're coming into training camp, well, we've made it through most of training camp. We've talked about our starting five. And then we've talked about Alex Leatherwood. Then we've talked about Lucas Patrick. Then we've talked about. Right. Like, I think that he did do enough to address this offensive line, adding in the rookie as well. You're just to the point where now we're talking about fourth and fifth string guys that probably weren't supposed to make the team being what you're looking at. You can't, I mean, listen, it's a, it's a collision sport. Guys are going to get hurt. You know what I mean? Like guys are going to get hurt. Guys are, you know, going to go down. And this is why you need to have the depth. This is why I think that they probably will. Normally you're probably only carrying eight offensive linemen into the season. The bears might have to carry 10. You might have to cut somebody and hope they make it to the practice squad because the Bears might have to carry 10 offensive linemen into the season to start this season. That doesn't mean that two of these guys are already on the roster either. Remember, Doug Kramer, I like Doug Kramer. I like that he's from Chicago. I think he's a good guy. I hope that he ends up panning out for the Chicago Bears. I don't believe in Doug Kramer right now because Doug Kramer hasn't done it versus NFL talent, number ones that are trying to take you out on a week-in, week-out basis. He hasn't protected my franchise quarterback. So what's that probably mean when this waiver wire comes up? Remember, Bears have first pick at the waiver wire, and it's not like the draft. I think some people think it's like the draft, too. It's not like the draft in fantasy where I get my pick and then you get your pick and then we go back through. No, Bears have first pick to everyone they want. So they can go out and ball out on the waiver wire. So what that means is you're probably looking at, yeah, this guy's going to be down right now, but, or this guy, this guy got cut, right? This guy, but, but he's played center his entire life. He knows how to do this. He knows how to block at an NFL level. He knows how to 
put put out uh, 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 how to block in this scheme already, right? So I think there's a lot of factors that, that Ryan Pohl still has to go through, but I don't think that he didn't do enough for this offensive line. It, it, as far as trusting Tevin's body, I mean, like, that, you, you were probably destined to shoot yourself in the foot on that, but you had so many holes on this team, you had to legitimately go out and look at and see – you know, which ones needed addressing most. And you thought that if Tevin Jenkins can be in there, he's your best offensive lineman. I don't think anyone doubts mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Uh, and, and the thing and the thing about that is the uh, the only thing that we were talking about that was, that was going to hold him back was health. I mean, that, that, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked that people in the comments are, are even talking about that, right? Because it, it, there's been a couple of people in the comments that I know that, that have said Tevin probably wasn't going to play five straight games. Anyway, so I mean, like the the fact that you have that depth um, at the offensive line helps. I think he probably will uh, carry ten offensive linemen into the season. Um, to to me, um, like like what are what are the what are the chances uh, for uh, for you? Do you think that, that he's gonna? What are the chances? What are the chances that you think that Paul is Paul is gonna hit the waiver wire um, at some point in time? Uh, during the season to address this offensive line? I, I think he probably hits the waiver wire going right, right on the day that everybody gets cut. I think there's going to be some bodies that you look at, right? I believe it's August 27th is the cut down day where you have to get everybody down to the 53-man roster. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to look at the waiver wire that day. There's going to be some people that teams wanted to keep that realistically, right, it just didn't make sense to pay that guy or you had another guy coming up and you just you were able to make some money back off of the cap casualty of cutting him. We thought that was going to be Cody Whitehair coming into this season. It just so happened that right where we're at right now, you wanted to keep Cody Whitehair for that veteran experience. But there's a lot of things. That, there's, I think the Bears are going to attack it pretty much on that cut down day. Uh, I don't think they're going to let a lot of bodies get past them. I don't think they're going to let a lot of names get past them if they feel like, yes, we have this guy who's pretty good, but we got something better that just hit the waiver wire. That happens all the time. We talk about big names popping up. Now, I will say this. They're probably older and probably old guys because realistically, if you're a 28-year-old center that's pretty good, I'm probably not cutting you. I'm probably paying you a lot of money. <laughs> I, I I can see that. Yeah, I, I can see that. I, I, I just think that uh, you know, and, and he's like like Pose Pose has done so much of an A plus job that this entire offseason that I think that in the in the back of his head, he he knew already what we were thinking about the whole Tevin Jenkins thing. Like that that like that had to be in the back of his mind. So I don't think that he didn't you know, not necessarily plan for it. Yeah. Um. I. I. Th- I think he's gonna make. Um. I think he's gonna make some type of move. It's not gonna be a big move. I think it's just gonna be like a, uh, like a, a, a stopgap thing, per se. But um. I. I think they'll be okay. Like I said, I. Don't, I don't see uh, Eberflus telling them to go out there and play any other guys because now I think that Brian Paul's main priority to him is just to get to the season and start the season off healthy to really see what the offense can do. Because it's, it's all going to be predicated on the offensive line uh, as of what this offense does coming up this season. That's going to be a big thing. And I, think, I mean, listen, like I said before, right, like don't think that this is going to be when the Chicago Bears get to the regular season, we're going to have 30 guys that aren't playing. 
When the Chicago Bears get to the regular season, the injury list is probably going to be Tevin Jenkins, maybe a couple of guys that you look at and go, oh, man, like, I guess he was dinged up a little bit more, right? Maybe. But like Tremaine Edmonds, we saw I saw a video of him ramping up today. He looks great. He looks fast. He looks like he's back out there moving the way he was supposed to be moving again. But like, I mean, like that list is going to drop down from 20 names not playing, 30 names not playing to two, three, maybe, right? Like. There's going to be some guys that have bigger things that are they're going to have to deal with, and there's going to be things that pop up during Packers week. But I think right now, right, any nick, any little thing, especially with what we've seen over the last couple of weeks, any little thing that is popping up, you're seeing them be very cautionary with. And mm-hmm. somebody somebody broke this down, right, and said, you know, right, when you see the uh, uh, um, when you see the injuries that pop up after that first preseason game it makes a lot of sense they're not hitting as hard in practice anymore they're not going through the same rigorous training that they were going through in practice anymore in fact right even mercedes lewis i remember hearing him on the sideline me and j mac were standing there and he was talking with i want to say he was talking with t med uh bears trainer uh, i'm sorry bears uh, equipment manager and he was just laughing and you could basically hear him saying like man i wish that we had this my whole career like this is so easy bro like, yeah. this, like yeah. this is so yeah. like, because that, you gotta think he's been in the league almost 20 years bro back That's when true. he came in the league you had that pad zone you're running two hour practices every practice you're running two a days <laughs> like bro I, there's no uh, such thing as a two a day anymore we used to hear about two a days all the time two a days don't exist two a day mean i woke up today i'm gonna wake up tomorrow to do it again today like, hey. That's all a day. <laughs> hey, hey, he said he said he living right, bro. And it's and it's not him, right? Like he knows what job he's gonna do, but like, right? Yeah. You get out there, you start playing real football. People start hitting you for real. Those injuries start mounting up. These are injuries that normally we would see earlier in camp when guys are getting banged up and beat up on and hit on and all of that. And then by the time the preseason the season gets here, you kind of get they're kind of used to dealing with that soreness, that pain. Now you see him taking it a lot easier. I don't know if that's what's leading to a lot of these injuries, but it is a good, it is a good, uh, uh, um, you know, a, a good argument to me of what could be leading to a lot of this stuff and why when we see the season get here, right? Like I'm telling y'all that you see these depth charts drop dramatically, right? Like it's just like everyone's dead. Oh, it's just, it's just him. It's just him. He's dead. Yeah, and and the, and the thing and the thing is, who well, I forgot who you were talking to, but I remember the quote he said that I was never fully 100% going into the season when we started the season. Yeah. Um, and oh, I, when I was talking to Tom Waddle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we were talking, hey, we were talking had Waddle. Different. Um, like, bro, he had Mike Dick as his head coach. That's a whole different thing. Yeah. <laughs> a different animal in itself. <laughs> yeah, I can't call it. But, yeah, I mean, I mean, even but even during certain, certain weeks, right, like certain teams, they'll have like four, five, six, like major dudes on the injury report, man, it's like, okay, by the time the week rolls around, okay, it's, it, it, maybe it's about two, and they'll probably one in like two minutes before the game, oh, oh okay, he's ready to go. So, it's, yeah. it's, I mean, it's just it's just literally stuff like that. Um, I, I don't think it's, like, much to do about anything. I think it's just a precautionary measure right now. Like, that, that's all I believe it is. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what it ends up being. Let us know how you guys feel in the comments below. Let us know how you guys feel in the chat. Where's your biggest concern right now with this Bears team? We're going to keep it pushing right along. I mean, like like I said, ton to talk about today, ton to get into. We got to switch gears and switch sports here What's up? Uh, because, listen, 
ESPN. Yep. ESPN has the, I don't want them to hear this while I do it. There's a mic in the shirt. ESPN has the Chicago Bulls finishing the season with 37 wins. Now, the disrespect is crazy. Like, I get it, right? Like, a lot of people don't agree with the run it back theory. They don't agree with, you know, going and re-signing Vooch. They don't agree with adding Javon Carter. That's not the depth that you – but 37 wins, bro. 37 wins. Is that really what we're talking about right now? Is that really how we feel like this Bulls team is going to go into the season? I mean, that's crazy to me. That's crazy to me. That's crazy to me. Like – I don't see a scenario where the Chicago Bulls got worse than they were last year. Yeah. And I can make the argument that at a minimum, at two positions, they got better. 37 wins. Listen, I'm not sitting here telling you the Bulls are going to win 50. But the, I don't. I just don't believe that the team gets worse, and I don't believe that the team gets worse in areas that they addressed. That if they were better in them last year, we win five to six more games. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know. What are your thoughts on uh, thirty-seven wins for the Chicago Bulls heading into this? Man, uh, the blasphemy. Um, listen, that's surprising <laughs> I'm, I'm, coming I'm, from a Miami Heat fan. I'm, I thought you were I'm, going the other way on I'm that. Not, I'm not going to lie, man. Uh, did 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 uh, Demar Derozan and uh, Zach Levine lead a team? Apparently they're dead. Um, um you know, uh, I, I don't know. I yeah, don't know. They, Apparently they're dead. Last time I checked, uh, Demar Derozan and Zach Levine were still on the team. I mean, you still got a top five center that's given you 17, 11, and and almost four a game, um, which which is wild. Uh, 37, 37 wins is wild to me, right? Because if if you look at the if you look at the pickups that they made right, to, uh, Tory Craig, not not only that but everybody was making a super big deal about okay, Lonzo's out. What are we gonna What are we gonna do with PG? You resign you resign Kobe, who's listen for all intents and purposes, he's probably looking to have a big year this upcoming year. Like he just got paid. Then after that, you go out, you get another uh, Chicago guy. Devon Carter. Now, listen, it's not the sexy pick. It's a cheap, it's a cheap pickup. But at the same time, this dude is giving you defense um and and, and shooting, which is something that yes, Lonzo gave you. And I know he's not the same big body as Lonzo, but he he at least will have a shot to go out there and, and be a PG1 going into the season. And like I said, I don't like that dynamic of that dynamic of Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, and um, Nikola Vucevic, 37 wins. I I just I just don't see it because they look like they're trying to get back to at least what they at least what they had with Lonzo. But I want to say like a a you're trying a, to do it by a, 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 yeah yeah back committee. It's a it's a it's a shortened down version, watered down version of it. But he, they've made the pickups that they think that are at least sustainable enough to get us back into that picture where okay, everybody's talking about the Bulls again and we can make some noise. But thirty-seven, it's like who do who do they have over now? <laughs> oh, here is I mean, there's a lot of teams over them realistically, right? But if you look at the bottom, 
Uh, you got the Celtics 55 and 27, Bucks 54 and 28, Cavaliers 50 and 32. This is in order, by the way, as well. 76ers, fourth seed, 47 and 35. The 76ers, you don't think that 76ers team is set to implode right now? You don't think that 76ers team is set to head the other direction right now with everything they got going on with James, James Harden? James Harden is going to go back to a team that Joel Embiid is on and just go, oh, guess what? Yeah, right. no, you're good, Joel. No, we're good. We're good. We're brothers. Okay, cool. Yeah, I know I said y'all suck. I don't want to play with y'all no more. I wanted to get the heck up out of here. But, like, I get it. No, it's all fine. Like, I don't see that 76ers team going out there and being the same team. I don't even see James Harden getting traded. Realistically, I see Daryl Morey basically saying, well, I can't get anything of value for you. I'm going to just let you rot here. And this is where your career will end. I wouldn't be surprised by it. They got the Heat 46 and 36. I don't have a problem with this except for the fact that every— What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody's making these assumptions based on the Dame trade going through, and the Dame trade has not gone through. I'm, I'm, I do see y'all still got Jaime Hawkins, bro. Y'all still got Hawkins, right? Jaime Hawkins is still on the team, just in case y'all were wondering. That is, uh, that is still a a valuable player that is holding up this entire trade deal. The Knicks 46 and 36, so right there with you. So, you guys adding Damian Lillard literally gets you to where the Knicks are. Uh, the Hawks 41 and 41 because that works, right? Like we saw that work so well last season, didn't we? Didn't we see that work amazing last season? The Atlanta Hawks, right? That dominant Atlanta Hawks team that went out there and just Trey Young and uh, DeJounte Murray looked like this, like they like they didn't play, like they played perfect basketball the entire season. They looked phenomenal, didn't they? The Nets are 39 and 43. I... I got them with more wins. I, st- I got them with more wins. I got them with less. You think you think less? Cam Johnson's finna cook? Like that's that's gotta nah, be your number but, two guy. Mikael Bridges and Cam Johnson. Oh man. Bro, also, I, the Celtics team at the top, by the way. So Chris Stop's gonna have that healthy season. That's I was, and I was just gonna say that. See, see, this is this is my thing with, with Boston, right? Uh, everybody keeps saying, oh, 55 wins, 55 wins. That, that there's no way Kristaps holds up. There's no way Kristaps holds up. And and when Mar- and when Marcus Smart being gone, there that those those internal issues now the two are just able to okay we we, we talk about it we patched it up. And and hey. if I'm not mistaken, right, the Celtics basically don't have a point guard right now, right? No, no. Because the Malcolm Brogdon injury is more than people thought it was. Like, right? Like, that's why they couldn't trade him. The Malcolm Brogdon injury was a serious injury. Right now, Derek White's your starting point guard. Then you go quickly into Peyton Pritchard. Yeah. Yeah. See, I I, I don't see I don't see that working. I don't see that working. You 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 don't got a PG and that 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 bit like I, I get what they're trying to do because they're trying to that that like they're they're trying to do the Milwaukee thing with the size, right? But yeah. with more shooting. 
I'm it's not hard. gonna lie to you. Here's the two parts I agree with. Nine and ten, I I, I think I, I agree with. I think that the Pacers 38 and 44. I can see that. I could even see the Pacers being better than that. I can see them improving. And I though. think the Magic coming in at 10, 38 and 44. I believe they have us right behind that the Magic at 37 and 45. But I just I'm not I don't see it, bro. I don't see the Bulls falling off that much, right? Like, and here's the thing. You come into a situation where a lot of these teams are adding pieces. They're going to have to figure out that they're trying to figure out the Bulls basically go out and add a point guard. The one thing that we said last season when the Bulls end up going 14-9 to to finish the season is that the Bulls needed a point guard. They got a point guard. Oh, by the way, not only did they get a point guard that replaces the defense that Patrick Beverly brought at pretty much the same size. Like, we're not, we're not sitting here. Like, you basically went out and got Patrick Beverly just less loud. But he also could shoot 40% better shooter, yeah. from everywhere on the floor. That's something Patrick Beverly could not bring you outside of the times we played the Miami Heat. You know what I mean? That's something that Patrick Beverly just couldn't bring you. And I, I just I'm I'm a I'm a bigger believer that the Bulls are going to be going in the right direction this season than the wrong direction. Now that does not mean that I believe the Chicago Bulls are going to go win an NBA championship. I just don't. I I, I I don't think that the Bulls are going to be one of the top teams in the East. But do I think that the Bulls can be a fourth or fifth seed with 47 or 46 wins? I do. I've said that multiple times because I know a lot of people don't like this, but continuity is important. Having teams that have the same players, the same coaches, the same systems, understanding the schemes, understanding where to be while players are getting better, right? Like that's the one part that we do have to see. Kobe White looks like he can cook in every pro-am that he steps his foot on, but is he going to be able to cook on a court on a consistent basis? Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. that's the that's the truth. I mean, I mean, and, all and, I want to see after every game is top it up. That's it. <laughs> and yeah, not, I mean. not seriously, because I mean, at the end of the day. I mean, when you look at it, right? I mean, even even with uh, even with uh, Miami, so to speak, that uh, you can make the case. Oh, oh yeah, you know those guys they're better on continuity and and look where I got them. But you know, once we got to the playoffs, the others that needed to improve stepped stepped up in those areas. And and man, we made we made the we made the finals. So I mean, if, if you look at it, if 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 Kobe improves. Which which I think he will. He just he just got paid. I don't I don't see him trying to take a a, a back seat. He's got another full off season. I think Kobe uh, might be trying to be the starting point guard. Yeah, hey, hey, seriously. I'm not gonna lie to you. I've yeah. said this multiple times. Absolutely. I, I I don't see him taking a back seat. He just got he just got paid. Literally, he's got another full off season up under his belt. Um, and and these guys are pretty much gonna be built off defense. Like, yeah, the the whole running the back thing. But if you talk about the teams. Uh, at the top, they they got they got some stuff that they got to figure out. I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at the Sixers. I'm looking at the Cavs because that, uh, for all intents and purposes, everybody's talking about Donovan Mitchell ain't re-signing. Uh, it's Celtics Celtics like you said, like that they'll be able to creep up on some teams. And you know, um, listen, if if P. Will ever finally decides he wants to get uh to get it going. That gets you another another extra body. You know, Tory Craig's been out there, three uh, and D guy for the most part. Listen, they they can do some things, but come on now, thirty seven wins, thirty seven. A little disrespectful. Uh, it's it. a little disrespectful, in my book, man. Let us know how you guys feel in the comments below. We'll be down to talk with you guys as well. Where do you think this Bulls team is going to end up ranking? We do have to talk about another Bulls point guard that, to me, realistically is uh, he's in he's in a war of words with one Stephen A. Smith, the king of words. And very rarely do I 
I'm I'm a person who I very rarely go at Stephen A like many people do because I know how Stephen A is. Right? I know how irritating he is to some people. But to me, I also know there's a lot of information that Stephen A withholds. There's a lot of information that Stephen A doesn't put out. There's a lot of information that Stephen A, uh, if he does put out, he's vetted it very much so, right? I'm a big, I, I'm actually a Stephen A fan. For him to be a black man and be the face of a network as big as ESPN, no matter what you think about it, is crazy. How he's going about this Lonzo Ball business is, is, is you, he basically puts the report out of Lonzo can't get up without being, he, he can hardly get up. He struggles to get up from a sitting position. Lonzo Ball then puts out the video responding to Stephen A of that him doing squats funny. in the chair, which is hilarious because realistically doing squats in a chair doesn't mean that you can do basketball activity, but at a minimum, right? It does mean that, hey, listen, you, you're using the knee. Shout out to that. Love to see that. And he was saying he was doing it without discomfort, basically. Now, I don't know what happened when that camera cut off. That's what I've said on yeah. multiple platforms. Yeah. When that camera cut off, right? Was it a ah! right? Like I don't know. I have no idea hey, what happened. Hey, that's the that's the uh, the, the uh, Peter Griffin when he uh, when he when he put, when he fell on his knees. Ah. Ah. <laughs> I don't know what happened when that camera cut off. But oh, while the man. camera was on, he looked good. Yeah. Since then, Stephen A has gone back at Lonzo, basically turning this from Lonzo, him saying that Lonzo couldn't get up out of the chair without discomfort to now you're not healthy enough to play NBA basketball. You can't move the goalpost on your argument. What you said was false according to what Lonzo has put out there. Lonzo did not say that he could come back and play NBA basketball right now. He said that he was getting up out of the chair without discomfort. And whether you believe that or not, that's on you. The knee looked a little shaky to me. But also balancing on one leg is what it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it like, uh, I mean, end of the day, realistically, I mean, he, if you look at the video, he did say he was coming back. Just not. I'm not going to lie to you, bro. I've, I floated this idea out there too, right? Like. I was trying to see today if Artur said he's going to miss the season or if he's going to miss the year. Because oh, yeah. he said Over, he's going to yeah, miss he the said, year. He said season. He might, I thought he said season, but he when Lonzo season. said, I'm coming back, baby, I'm like, did he say season or year? Because if he said season, then he's going to miss the season. If he said year, y'all remember how they did us last year. Lonzo Ball will be back next year. <laughs> yeah. He was talking about the next year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, come on, dog. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's all pure speculation at this point. It's provocative. It gets the people going. Um, like, like in terms of that, I mean, I'm right with you, bro. Like, you can't move the goalposts because at the end of the day, like you said, what you said, like it's out there. It's it, it's in the clouds. You can't take you can't take that back. Um, you know, Lonzo Lonzo has Lonzo's got his position on it. Um, at the end of the day, um, like if if I'm Lonzo, bro, just you know, just 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 keep working, get better, cause I I don't want anybody to build false hope. I know, cause I saw you I saw you tweeted like right after uh, the video came out. You was like, bro, don't mess with me. Like, and I I I feel I feel like that's where a lot of you know certain people are, especially uh, after seeing the interview. By the way, Trey Young with the podcast finally got to see it. Uh, yeah, um, 
I, I don't know what's going on with that. But oh no, I, I was yeah. playing. I was playing. The... Don't. Hey man, nah, but yeah, that yeah, nah, that nah, that was crazy. But you know, hopefully, because all reports, um, to me, they did. The Bulls said that he was missing this season. I didn't say I didn't see yeah. anything about the year. So I mean, maybe it is kind of a Paul George situation. I because I remember, you know, he basically missed the entire year and then he came back the last like eight games, I believe, of uh of one season. They didn't make the playoffs, right? But um. I mean, listen, you you never know with like what we just got done saying about um, where we think the team is, where, where we think the team's gonna be at the uh, like for the for the entire year. Basically, gonna be better than some of these mugs. If he does come back, you know what what is that role gonna look like? You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, hopefully he doesn't um, like like he has no he has no setbacks. We're 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 hoping for a speedy and safe and safe recovery but at the same time it's like yo if he does come back like that would be crazy but Stephen, hey, think you gotta do better here's here's the thing too right like i'm not sitting here telling you and Stephen a's not sitting here telling you mm-hmm. that lonzo ball's coming back but to me you've moved the goalpost on what the initial statement was to try and go deeper into this, to have a back and forth with Lonzo Ball. Like, even today, right, on the podcast, he's like, you know, would you like me to tell me the names of the doctors that operated on you? I know the actual doctors. If I said it, it's because someone close to you told me. And it's it's one of those things where it's like, listen, like, I respect Steven as a journalist. I think that he did vet his sources. I think that he did talk to somebody close to Lonzo that probably did say that. But at the same time, that doesn't mean that what Lonzo Ball put out there was wrong either. Yeah. For some reason, we live in a world where two things can't be true. Maybe Lonzo can get up without discomfort. And guess what? I'm going to take the comfort level of a guy based on what that guy tells me. And I'm going to take the comfort level of somebody based on the person that either has the comfort and or discomfort. And you can't just hit me with, oh, he goes, ah, every time he gets up out of a chair. You know mm-hmm. how many people go, ah, when they get up out of a chair, bro? Like, you see Muzz go, ah, getting up out of a chair uh, the next day after playing overtime in an NBA basketball game. It's like, oh, he's 24. He shouldn't be going, ah, when he gets up. Like, it's, it's the dumbest thing in the world to me. And realistically, I think that it's to a point now where, like, it's – I, I get what Stephen A. Smith is saying on him coming back and playing. It's probably not going to happen. Realistically, it's probably not going to happen. Even Lonzo saying he's coming back, it's probably not going to happen. But, I, but. that doesn't mean that, you know, the initial report that what you put out there is right. Two things can be true, and I hate that we live in this world where now these two are in a back and forth going at it. He's on his podcast. Lonzo, it's not even really a back and forth. It was Stephen A, Lonzo, Stephen A. We'll see if Lonzo responds again, but it's like... Probably not. You know, like, this is the same thing as always. We know that the Bulls content, when you poke the Bulls, when you go at the Chicago Bulls, it's going to get clicks. It's going to get attention. It's going to get more aggregated and all of that. This is this is what the national media loves to do. Yeah, and 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 real quick, I I because I, I gotta know when when they when he says like I've 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 talked to somebody like that's close to you like I don't know I really I really gotta gotta 
issue with that, like not much of an issue, but more so a question. Cause it's like, I, I can like, I can be close to you, but I'm not like, if I'm not in your camp, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, like it's like, okay, like this person could have heard this and then, you know, kind of told Stephen A, but then like at the same time, if I'm not in your camp, like what is that, what is that really doing? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like unless I'm, unless I'm just tripping on that, like that, like that's, that's what I kind of read from this situation. I mean, I don't know, right? Like, I don't know who Stephen A. talked to. I yeah. know that he's got good sources, right? Like, I know that he's he's a good reporter. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. He's got good sources. He's a good reporter. But also, right, like, it's one of those things where, yeah, those things may be true. You may be good at your job. You may be. But in this instance, the player is telling you I'm good. So the person you need to be going at is not Lonzo Ball. The person you need to be going at is your source. True. I, I, I can see that. That's the conversation you really need to be having, Stephen A. That's the conversation about who you need to be talking to because you don't know how Alonzo Ball feels. This is about the discomfort of him getting up, not him being able to come back. He says he's coming back. I hope he can come back. But, but we all hope he can come back. But it's not, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. it's not a guarantee. It's not a done deal. It's not, it's not, oh, one thing I said this because he said this, and this is what I heard. You need to talk to your sources. That's that's where it lies at for me, because you know, you and and listen, players lie. Yeah. If this is a source that you trust, then maybe Lonzo capping, and when the camera cut off, he was oh my god, mighty my leg, my leg. Right? Like maybe that's <laughs> hey, what man, I for real, for real, yeah. Hey. But it's, yeah, it's yeah. one of those things where the debate back and forth, I, I hate to see when it gets to this point, and I feel like right over the last couple of years, especially with Stephen A. going it, guys, this is where it's getting to too often. And it's because of something else. It's because of, like, I wouldn't be surprised. Listen, I wouldn't be surprised if the source is LeVar. <laughs> Would anybody be that surprised yeah. if LeVar was the source? <laughs> nah. Right, like Lavar's like, oh yeah, yeah, right. Like Stephen A. Lavar went out kicking it one night, and Lavar was the source. That wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. Yeah, I just, I just, and and you know what? He kind because he kind of alluded to this on uh, on on PG's pod. By the way, if y'all have not checked that out, bro, please, like, please. Hey, if you want to see a podcast that's good by a player, PG. Oh yeah, no, don't go to Trey Young. Yeah, no, definitely don't go to Trey Young because uh, no, um. Yeah, he 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 kind of alluded to that, and uh, you know, kind of talked about some of the things that that he take back. And and yeah, I'm I'm right with you. Like the last couple of years, I mean, especially especially with the whole Kyrie situation, I I, I was I just wasn't, you know, kind of feeling that. But you know, every everybody makes mistakes now. Hopefully, you know, from from this time forward, he, he'll be able to grow from that. Um, and like you said, hey, Lonzo could just be capping. They cut the camera off, and then you know he. he got, it could ah, be. Ah, like that's the thing. He absolutely could be capping, but like it's one of those things where the person who's supposedly feeling the discomfort that you reported on told you I'm not uncomfortable and said hit my line, and you chose to then go to the podcast space. That's my only issue. But you you chose to run back to first take. You chose to run back to the mic. You chose to get on instead of like, right? Like, and maybe he did. Maybe he did try to hit Lonzo up. Maybe he did try to reach out to him. Lonzo didn't hit him back. We don't know half the stuff that's happening behind the scenes with a lot of these people. That's that's true. Because he he, he does always say, hey, you can can find me wherever. I'm 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 around. Yeah. So it's like if you you in that space, I mean, literally, literally, I would have just rathered him 
because he, he always talked about uh you know the, the relationship he has with ai and like he's not going to report something about ai unless he calls ai first hey man like in 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 that type of situation bro if you if you, you want to know man try, try to try to get in touch well, with try to get into it touch with his sorts of there now I, if, if not then I feel like when the whole beef with LeVar went down with all the networks where he couldn't go on none of the networks no more, I feel like that's when, um, right, like you ain't seen a ball boy on there since then. Mm. You ain't seen LaMelo on ESPN. You ain't seen Lonzo on ESPN. Yeah. You're not yeah, going to see true. these guys on there because they're not letting their dad on there, right? Like there's, that goes to a whole different thing. Yeah, that's I mean, that's like that's, that's a whole different thing for me. Uh. I, I, let's close it out on this just because Baki, that's that's really all I got what, on it, man. What's good with it? Hopefully they squash the beef. Here's the real debate, Pat. How will Jerry Reinsdorf continue to mess up the White Sox this week? Yesterday, fired Kenny and Rick. Sox fans happy. Jerry, hold my beer. I'll stop that. He's talking about the fact that they bring back Tony LaRussa as a consultant. Now, here is my pushback on all of y'all. I got I got go go off. I, we I didn't want to... Tony as a coach. Tony is still a Hall of Fame baseball guy. Tony, the game passed him by. The the coaching scene passed him by. That doesn't mean that he can't identify coaching talent. That doesn't mean he can't identify somebody who can be a good leader of men. That de- Tony LaRusa is one of the best baseball minds that we've had. The only reason we don't want him in this role for us is literally just because he was such a terrible coach here. So I don't have as much problem as many people do with Tony coming back. Now, listen, I also think it's a better role for him because you can reach out to Tony in between nap time. Right, like you, you could be like one of your nap times, Tony. Or two to three, uh, five to six, and then I go to bed at seven. You know what I mean? Hey, I mean, you got an hour between three and four to get in there and talk to Tony. Perfect. This we is my, this is my window. This, this is my. Window. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, man, listen. I just, cause, cause I, I heard, I heard Ozzy and the guys, basically talking about it, um. That there, there's 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 no leadership, not not whatsoever, not not whatsoever. Um, listen and, and and listen, they they said it yesterday. They're looking for one singular guy. I'm I'm which one? The Tony thing doesn't mean that he doesn't know that how to identify talent, how to identify good um good good leaders in the clubhouse. Just don't let this be the one singular dude. It's just don't yeah, let no, the, he can't be he can't be the end all be all. There's got to be more people involved. Um, uh, like, like real, realistically though, like in in a in a in a in a in a in a, in a better version of this, who would you want? Not, like now that those guys are gone, who would you want to see, um, in that role? Bro, I don't know. Right, like I I could reach for the stars and say Theo Epstein, but like I don't know. You want to know why I don't know? Because of all the stuff that we heard today. Apparently, Rick Hahn tried to resign when they hired Tony LaRussa. Jerry Reinsdorf told him, hey, I'm not going to let you go out and work for another team if you break, if if you, you know, resign from this job. You still have years left on your deal. I'm going to hold you to those years. So if you don't want to work, be gone. Right? That's why Rick Hahn was sitting there looking like he was in a ransom note. This comes back to Jerry. <laughs> It's Jerry. Rick Hahn would not have hired Tony LaRussa. 
He would not have hired Tony LaRue. This comes back to Jerry. And what I see Jerry doing with the White Sox has me questioning the hold that he has on AK and the Bulls. Oh, yeah, no, nah, definitely like, right, It felt like, oh, this isn't a Jerry thing anymore. This is finally breaking away and all of this. And now it's Michael in charge, and he's taking more of a hands-off role. That was supposed to be him with the White Sox, right? That was supposed to be him with Kenny. That was how this was supposed to go. This is all on Jerry. And, and you know what though, like like this is my last thing I was gonna say. It really it really got me questioning, but like like when this came out, and then the whole time, Mike was saying, "Oh yeah, no, nah, we had deals in place for Pete Will. Like we we had we had deals in place. We had deals in place for these." Well, I think that's and AK. And then, and then, I don't and think then, Jerry's that tired of Pete Will. But then but yeah. then but then even even then he says, "Hey hey, you got free reign to go do whatever you want." So it's, it's just I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no, nobody I don't know, knows what's really happening, don't. bro. I really don't. It all comes back to Jerry to me, man. That's what it all boils down to with everything. Jerry, get it together, man. The get board, it together. The socks. I mean, there's only one way for him to get it together. We won't say that on the air though. You know, but Michael <laughs> Reinsdorf really just got to take things over. That's really what it's coming down to. Hopefully, we'll see that with the socks here. Uh, hey man, we appreciate y'all for tuning in and showing love to another episode of the Windy City Breeze Sports Talk Daily. We pretty much hit, hit everything, right? There was no Blackhawks news, but outside of that, we pretty much hit on everything. No Bears, Wolves, White Sox. We talk everything Chicago sports. We will get into the national sports as well when the seasons start rolling in and different things like that. When that's the bigger story or the biggest story of the day, we'll jump into those things as well. But stay in tune with us, man. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the page. We're live Monday through Friday. And, uh, I mean, listen, as always, it's your boy Pat, the designer, back at it again. Joined by... The man for only known as Ringo J. Stefan Nadan. Yes, yes. Stay safe out there, Chicago. One love. Stay hydrated. Peace. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Nice buns. Soft, fluffy, and ultra-low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra-low net carb bread. With incredible taste and texture, Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O.